This episode is sponsored by Old Faithful Tattoo Studio. Located on the Suffolk Road in Cheltenham, Old Faithful Tattoo is the newest studio Cheltenham has to offer. The guys and girls at Old Faithful Tattoo are very welcoming, humble, yet highly qualified artists that are more than capable of catering to your needs. They don't actually have a tagline yet, so I'm just going to make one up for them. Right, let me just change the music. Old Faithful Tattoo, where we put the ink in ink credible. <laughs> where we put the ink in ink credible. And the ink credible is you. <laughs> yeah, they can have that. <laughs> All right, I'm Dan, and welcome to the Stage Fright podcast, where we talk about mental health while working in creative industries. Today, we're talking about morning anxiety. Like when you send a voice note on WhatsApp and you realise you haven't spoken all morning. Actually, talking about morning anxiety is a good little subject. Supermodel Bella Hadid, well, and supermodel Dan Parkinson. (laughs) Here's how to know if you might have it and how to break the cycle. People call it butterflies in the stomach, don't they? But it's more like moths. (laughs) It's one thing to feel anxiety for a few mornings before you have something big come up, like a court date or cross-country. Why has it gone straight to court date? Like just say driving test. Not just any breakfast will do, though. Healthy foods such as fruits and vegetables can help. Who's having vegetables in the morning? Like broccoli. (laughs) Let's not call it suffering with anxiety. Let's say living. He won't listen to this. He barely replies to my texts. Why would he listen to my podcast? (laughs) I tell you what, I've been biting my nails a lot more lately, and I hate it. Can you shout out my new ice cream van called Ice Wallow? (laughs) You're listening to the Stage Fright Podcast. Right. Let's do this. (laughs) I've realised when editing, I've realised that I've got that whistly nose thing. Has anyone else noticed that? It's fucking annoying <laughs> don't know if i've got it today how'd you get rid of that blow your nose i guess i guess because it's cold lately your nose swells up i don't know i'm not a nose person i'm gonna go blow my nose but i'll edit it all out <laughs> you shouldn't hear it it might be funny though it might be funny in the edit uh... also What I could have done is actually done all this before I press record. (laughs) Like like when you send a voice note on WhatsApp and you realise you haven't spoken all morning. So you go, all right, mate. (coughs) Sorry. um, Yeah, all right. Have you got that um, that 40 quid you owe me? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I wasn't going to do a podcast today because back in the Welcome Back episode, I said, oh, I'll kind of do it when I feel like doing it and not try and do it for a week and I woke up with massive morning anxiety today like I wake up every day with morning anxiety so I was like I can't do a podcast today I've got too much to do I've got James Martin stuff to sort out for a show tomorrow I've got a couple of mixes to do for people today I've got that theater thing to sort out it's got too much to do I won't do a podcast and then when I got in I was like actually talking about morning anxiety is a good little subject so I mean hopefully this won't be a long episode (laughs) but I found this article Bella Hadid says she has morning anxiety. What is it and how to manage it? And I thought that's quite a nice little article. So I thought I'd um, I'd give a bit of a read of that. Right, let's learn together. Because every day is a school day. Yeah. Morning anxiety is a real thing and it has to do with the stress hormone cortisol, experts say. Supermodel Bella Hadid, well, and supermodel Dan Parkinson. (laughs) (laughs) 
reveal via TikTok that she struggles with anxiety when she wakes up in the morning. I don't know if I've said this before, but I have the worst morning anxiety, said Hadid in a TikTok post over the weekend. In the mornings when I do my affirmations, it usually doesn't work because I have so much anxiety. Yeah, that's the thing with me as well. Like people say, oh, you need to just breathe or whatever. Oh yeah, also I haven't changed the chair. So I'm back in the in the hot seat. So you might hear this fucking chair. But that's the thing that people say, like, oh, you just need to breathe, you know, and your anxiety will go away. And I've never found that to happen. I just kind of figure fuck it and just deal with it. Um, it usually doesn't work because I've, I have so much anxiety. The only thing I can think about is my anxiety. Yeah. Morning anxiety can be much more than just morning jitters. While it's not a clinical diagnosis, morning anxiety, which experts say is indeed rooted in science, can happen to people whether or not they have an anxiety disorder. That's quite interesting. If you find it hard to get going in the mornings due to overwhelming feelings of dread or physical symptoms like a racing heart or extreme fatigue, you may be experiencing morning anxiety, experts say. Here's how to know if you might have it and how to break the cycle. Morning anxiety. What is it and why it happens? Morning anxiety is exactly what it sounds like. Symptoms of anxiety that are stronger and more pronounced first thing in the morning. Of course, if you're gearing up for a big interview or exam, a little bit of pre-event anxiety is very common and understandable. But for many people, morning anxiety is present most or all mornings, regardless of whether something big is going on later in the day. Yeah, that's that's right for me. Like whether like when I when I played the Palladium, I woke up with morning anxiety and I don't think it was it wasn't to do with the show. It was it was just how I felt. It was just like, oh, this is just normal now. This is just like a normal feeling for me to have every every morning. Morning anxiety is absolutely a real thing, says Camille Rex, a licensed professional counsellor in private practice in Drippings Springs, Texas. Why do we need to know that? She points to factors including a poor night's sleep, major life stressors, or even low blood sugar. One of the biggest culprits is often vilified stress hormone cortisol. Cortisol levels tend to be highest first thing in the morning, which helps explain why anxiety-related symptoms are often pronounced upon waking up. Ah. This experience is termed the cortisol awakening response, CAR, according to a book titled Stress, Concepts, Cognition, Cognition? Cognition? Anyway, according to a book titled Stress, Concepts, Cognition, Emotion and Behaviour. It's been confirmed by multiple studies that measured individuals' cortisol levels via saliva tests within the first hour of being awake. Cortisol is a stress hormone released by the adrenal glands in response to stress or fear, explains Carolyn Ruberstein, PhD, a licensed psychologist practicing at Boca Raton, Florida. But it's worth pointing out that cortisol is released in response to the perception of a situation as stressful or frightening, even if the situation is not actually dangerous. For those with anxiety, increased levels of cortisol in the morning may amplify feelings of worry and fear, even if emotions are exaggerated in the person's mind. The process can still occur, Dr. Rubenstein adds. What morning anxiety feels like? Morning anxiety can feel like generalised anxiety with physical and cognitive symptoms, says Rex. These may include racing thoughts, inability to concentrate, muscle tension or rapid heart rate, which are also associated with generalised anxiety disorder or GAD. Yeah, I don't have... Do I have a racing heart rate? I don't think I have that. I just have that... People call it butterflies in the stomach, don't they? But it, it's, it's more like moths. <laughs> like that and like my it feels like my stomach is like when you um scrunch up a plastic bag and it just feels like that that's that's the way i can 
kind of describe how I feel in the morning. And I just feel, I feel super tired. I feel tired throughout the day, really. Maybe between, I don't know, two and five, I don't feel that tired. And then, and then I, I just get really tired after that. But that's what it feels like to me, a, a plastic bag <laughs> in my stomach. One of the big Ikea ones, you know, one of those ones. <laughs> the main difference between GAD and morning anxiety is that morning anxiety is limited to the first hour of the day, while GAD symptoms can interfere with everyday life no matter what time it is. Yeah, I think I have that, but it's just exacerbated in the morning. Morning anxiety is often more prevalent and more pronounced in those with GAD or other anxiety disorders. It's still possible to have morning anxiety symptoms even if you don't have an anxiety disorder. But again, it's not necessarily a clinical disorder itself. Other possible morning anxiety symptoms are a pounding heart unrelated to a heart condition, racing thoughts, feeling wound up on edge or restless. I feel like that. Feeling overwhelmed by fatigue. Yep. Sweating. No, not really. Tightness of the chest. No, not really tightness of the chest for me. It's more tightness of the stomach. Numbness or tingling in the extremities. Yeah, kind of. Have you ever seen that film by Matthew Perry called Numb? Really good film. Like, it's just about a guy who just goes, he's just going through life and he's just numb. Like, it's, it's such a good film. I think, who's in it? Lynn Collins? I think Lynn Collins is in it. Tense muscles, feelings of dread. Yeah. Imagining everything that can go wrong or be dangerous or harmful throughout the day. Yep, that's how I kind of feel. Who gets morning anxiety? Dan Parkinson and Bella Hadid. <laughs> morning anxiety by itself isn't considered a clinical diagnosis like other forms of anxiety, such as GAD. Most people experience anxiety symptoms at some point in their lives, but not everyone meets the criteria for a diagnosis of clinical anxiety. Oh, Rex adds. She adds that individuals with a lower tolerance in stressful situations, like a job interview or an exam, may be more likely to experience morning anxiety than those with a higher intolerance for stress. Individuals with GAD or other anxiety disorders are more likely to experience morning anxiety too. People with an anxiety disorder are prone to anxiousness and are more susceptible to morning anxiety than someone who might merely feel stressed when they have a big or important day ahead of them, Rubenstein explains. Even if you don't have an anxiety disorder, Rex points out that it's still helpful to acknowledge morning anxiety for what it is, a real issue that may be amplified because of CAR and other factors like sleep quality and overall health habits. It's often helpful to assign a label like morning anxiety to our feelings so we can come up with a plan for what to do next, she says. Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music for advert free, higher quality and early access to the Stage Fright podcast. How to better cope with morning anxiety. It's one thing to feel anxiety for a few mornings before you have something big come up, like a court date or cross-country. Why has it gone straight to court date? Like a, just say driving test. Like a court date. That's pretty sinister, isn't it? Like a court date or cross-country move, for instance. It's another thing to feel like your mornings are being overtaken by stress, even when there are seemingly few major stresses in your life. Yeah. If morning anxiety has taken a toll on you, several strategies can help you keep it at bay. Eat a breakfast rich in fruits and veggies. Right, there's my problem. Problem number one, I don't eat breakfast. I can't, it makes me feel sick to eat breakfast first thing in the morning. I really struggle to eat. Well, I'm not really eating much anyway lately, but I really struggle to eat in the mornings especially. Eat a breakfast rich in fruits and veggies. There are myriad reasons, mental health included, that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Nah. 
<laughs> Definitely not. For those who skip breakfast, ah, here we go. This causes a dip in blood sugar that can exacerbate anxiety, says Rubenstein. Some evidence. I have. I have a coffee, and I put half a sugar in that. Sugar. That's the same, isn't it? Some evidence suggests low blood sugar can make symptoms of anxiety worse, according to experts at the University of Michigan. Not just any breakfast will do, though. Healthy foods such as fruits and vegetables can help. Who's having vegetables in the morning? Vegetables. Like broccoli. (laughs) Fruits and vegetables can help raise blood glucose and reduce anxiety, adds Rex. What's more, increasing your intake of fruits and veggies can reduce... I don't like... <laughs> I don't like that they've said veggies in this article. <laughs> like, just just say vegetables. Like, imagine, can you imagine a doctor saying, yeah, just have more veggies? Like, veggies <laughs> can reduce worry and tension in general, according to research published in May 2022. Man, this is a long article, isn't it? Simple changes in your morning's meal, such as fruits and veggie, <laughs> veggie-filled smoothie, or the addition of avocado... Uh, okay. Number two, focus on getting a good night's sleep. Those who go to sleep with anxious thoughts are much more likely to wake up in a similar state, says Rubenstein. A study published in December 2018 found that participants who got less sleep than usual on some nights had increased anxiety symptoms the next day, and especially in the morning. Taking steps to prioritise a good night's sleep, like sleeping in a cool, dark room and avoiding screens before bedtime, yeah, I'm pretty bad with that, to be honest. I'll go to bed and play play on the Nintendo Switch or watch a Dice Tower YouTube video. Yeah, the screens is is sort of a big down. Screens and breakfast. Oh, maybe it is right. <laughs> like sleeping in a cool, dark room and avoiding screens before bedtime, according to the Sleep Foundation, can help ensure you set yourself up for success for the next day. Other steps you could take to lower your anxiety or stress before bedtime, says Rubenstein, make a to-do list before you sleep so thoughts aren't free-floating in your mind. She says, listen to something pleasant and non-triggering. Here we go. Cut back. Number three, cut back on caffeine and other stimulants. Yeah, I, I do drink coffee, but I don't drink a lot of it. I'd say I drink one a day, maybe two. I've got one right now. Many turn to a morning cup of coffee with sugar to rev them up. Yeah, that's what I do. However, this will increase anxiety. I didn't want to read that. (laughs) Stimulants like caffeine and nicotine are found in coffee, green tea, cigarettes, and even some medications. Many over-the-counter pain relievers include caffeine as an ingredient. Caffeine and nicotine are known to ramp up anxiety according to ample research. Instead of firing up the coffee maker or grabbing a cigarette first thing in the morning, try making a cup of low-caff or decaf herbal tea instead. Yeah, I I have got decaf at the studio. Because coffee doesn't really make me feel energised. I just like it. It just tastes nice. This episode is sponsored now. <laughs> Number four, start an exercise routine. Exercising first thing in the morning is a great way to quickly boost your mood, says Rex. That's because exercise helps release excess adrenaline and brain chemical that can exacerbate feelings of anxiety. I used to do that at the studio a little bit. I used to do a little yoga thing for 10 minutes every morning. I did that for like three weeks. And that was all right. Uh, I found it on YouTube. It's just, I don't know, some generic yoga thing. And I f- I f- maybe that helped? Don't know. It's hard to tell. Well, I didn't do it for long enough, so. Morning exercise may give you the lift you need to relieve anxiety symptoms. But if first thing in the morning doesn't work for you, don't sweat it. Regular routine exercise, whether it occurs, will alleviate anxiety symptoms over the course of your day, according to research published in the British Journal of Sports Medicine. 
All right, I'm just going to take a quick break from the show to tell you about my Patreon, where for the price of half a coffee a month, you will get early ad-free versions of the podcast in a higher quality, as well as a load of behind-the-scenes photos and audio that I've been told to say are NSFW, which I don't know what it means, but people have it on their OnlyFans account. Apparently, I, I, I don't know, I've been, I've been told that. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. You can also get the app on your phone so you can listen to my voice wherever you may be. My Patreon has a pay-what-you-can scheme where all tiers are the same. The aim of this is to have more Patreons paying the smaller fee a month and not pricing people out, which in turn will pay for the show and help it run and run until the end of time. (laughs) Anyway, let's get back to the show. Number five, don't drink alcohol at night. Grabbing one or several glasses of wine before bed may feel like a stress buster at first, but come morning it may actually worsen anxiety. Oh well. I don't really I don't really drink though. Yeah. Excess alcohol alters brain and hormone function in a way that increases symptoms of anxiety and can lead to panic attacks, according to American addiction centers. Alcohol also has negative effects on sleep, which can further exacerbate morning anxiety. Pay attention to your anxiety levels during and after drinking. If you notice that you're more anxious in the morning after drinking the night before, you may need to cut back on alcohol or avoid it entirely. Yeah, that's that's fine. Number six, recognize and reframe anxious thoughts. You may also want to assess your thought process when you're feeling overwhelmed by anxiety. Reframe your thoughts to separate yourself from the spiral that can take place with anxious feelings. So Nicole mentioned this in the Fringe episode. She had a course where she talked about reframing and I didn't really understand what that meant. Was it if someone says reframe your thoughts, what does that what does that mean? Maybe if I just carried on reading, I'd find out. (laughs) Instead of saying, I'm going to fail that exam today, you could catch yourself and say, I'm having the thought that I am going to fail an exam today. Ah, okay. Let me read that again. Instead of saying, I'm going to fail that exam today, you could catch yourself and say, I'm having the thought that I'm going to fail that exam today. That's quite interesting. That's really interesting. Um, Who is it that said 90% of the things you worry about never happen so that kind of relates to that if you if you think oh this gig's not going to go well or if you think i've got no work in december okay i have the thought that i have no work in december it doesn't mean it's not going to happen or it's going to happen recognizing that our thoughts are just thoughts help us to acknowledge the thoughts without allowing them to hijack our emotions and behaviors yeah that's great number seven seek professional help if you need it yeah 100 percent If you have persistent anxiety that interferes with your daily life, even if it only occurs first thing in the morning, don't ignore it. If the anxiety persists for an uncomfortable number of days or if it's present throughout the day and impairs your ability to carry out your normal tasks, it may be time to reach out to a therapist or medical doctor to discuss your symptoms, says Rex. Your doctor may recommend certain treatments such as psychotherapy or even medication in some cases to bring you some relief. Okay, and that's the end of that. That is a everydayhealth.com and it's Bella Hadid says she has morning anxiety so that's that's quite a nice little Jesus that's well long <laughs> bloody hell Harley Chapman's gonna love this episode isn't she she always says the solo ones are too short but yeah so reframing is a good is actually a good thing and now I understand it a little bit more seeking professional help I'm sort of looking into that at the minute seeking professional help is you know, 100% the number one thing you should do. Why is that not number one on the list? What's fucking don't have a coffee or whatever is like number two and like seek professional help is number seven. Mental. (laughs) 
Anyway, that's a little bit on morning anxiety. I say a little bit. That was like 20 minutes long. Um, anyway, what else have I been doing? Should I carry on or should I stop that episode there? It's a nice little episode, isn't it? For anyone that's suffering. Let's not call it suffering with anxiety. Let's say living with anxiety is there. We don't have to suffer. We just live with it. It's there. It's like having a spider in the room. Yeah, it's not causing you any harm. It's just there, isn't it? Although I do like a spider in the room, so that's quite a bad analogy. Anyway, what have I been doing? Oh, so tomorrow I've got the, the James Martin Christmas shoot. You know, anything like that for TV gets shot in the middle of November. So it can all get edited, ready to go out on Christmas Day. So that'd be fun. See the guys again. Thanks for all your like feedback on the Palladium episode. That was great. I, that was a really fun episode. I had um, Steve, the drummer, phone me and he loved it. He was like, mate, this is a great episode. He was like, for me, this is better than a, a picture album because he can hear when he was side of the stage and hear the crowd laughing. And yeah, it was such a, it was a lovely episode to put together, really. Yeah, it was a lovely one. I, I do want to do more on location ones like that. I think they're quite interesting. And then I went to Saturday night, I went to um, Elliot, my best mate. He, uh, best mate, that sounds like a school child, doesn't it? Be a best friend. <laughs> my dad used to say that. My dad used to go, when I was younger, he used to go, go get us a packet of crisps. I'm like, oh, what, dad? No, and he'll go, go on, I'll be your best friend. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be your best friend. We should bring that back. <laughs> yeah, I went to go see Elliot's studio and it was really lovely. It's a lovely studio and the artist he's got working there with him is... They've all kind of clubbed together and just got this new studio and it's beautiful. It's like three floors in Cheltenham. It's called Old Traditional and it's so nice. And he's got like such a nice tight knit group of friends. He won't listen to this. He, I mean, he barely replies to my texts. Why would he listen to my podcast? <laughs> yeah, he's got such a tight knit group of mates and they're all really like close and it's really lovely to see. And I'm sort of like, I'm not ashamed to say, it, I'm sort of like quite jealous of that because I don't really have that with, with him so much anymore. I don't really have it with anyone anymore. I'm always working. I'm just always always busy. And we were saying we don't really see each other that much. And it's such a shame because, you know, I mean, Cheltenham is what? An hour and a half away? It's not really a big issue. You know, I could, if I left it, I could do it in a day. You know, I could get leave in the afternoon, go and have dinner with him and then come back. It's not a thing. But we just don't just because we're both quite busy, I guess. I don't know. You know, I just would like to see mates more because I'm sort of stuck in this studio. I love the studio. It's the best. I love being here. But I am here on my own quite a lot. So it's a bit low, well, apart from the spiders. <laughs> and this fucking chair. <laughs> All right, Christmas list, new chair. What else did I want to talk about? That was a big old episode, wasn't it? I tell you what, I've been biting my nails a lot more lately. And I hate it. I really hate it because it hurts. It's gross. I'm sort of a bit ashamed of them. And as a guitar player, you want to keep your fingers in, like, nice order, don't you? You don't want to... Like I do things where if I take a picture of something to put it online, I've got to make sure my nails are out of the shot because I just I just think they look gross. It's horrible, isn't it? It's horrible when you start thinking shit like that. You just and you're just getting older and feeling shit about yourself all the time. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, they getting older. How old am I? One, two, nineteen eighty-seven, thirty-five, thirty-six. Don't know. Anyway, <laughs> that'll do. <laughs> Uh, I hope you got something out there. Should we do some questions, actually? Patreon.com forward slash Dan Parkinson Music. I put a little uh, post out earlier. Let's see if anyone's actually sent in some questions. Ah, uh, yeah, we've got loads. Cool. Um, right, let's do some questions. Take it away, Sam. Right. Uh, number one song on Spotify at the moment. That's a thing I didn't do, actually. I didn't recommend a tune. 
I'm going to recommend... I watched this film the other day called Becky. Terrible. The main character is insufferable. I had to turn it off. But there was a a song she plays in the car. She's with her dad in the car on the way to somewhere. And uh, she plays this, and I had to Shazam it, and it's Aesop Rock. A uh, song called, I think it's called Sen- Sentimental or Sentiment or something. Let me look. It's on an album called The Impossible Kid by Aesop Rock, and it's called Supercell. That's my thing today. I'll put that on the Stage Fright playlist, which you can find on Spotify. Link in bio. <laughs> yeah, so Aesop Rock, Supercell. Big fan of the pod, man. Discovered you on TikTok and have been listening ever since. Can you shout out my new ice cream van called Ice Wallow Cum? Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, fair play. You got me there. Fair play would be much appreciated. Yeah, I fucking bet it would. <laughs> I don't know. He wrote. He writes these, so that's um pretty funny. <laughs> what are your top tips for touring? That's a good little question. I think that's that's probably a whole episode actually. Yeah, because when I was in the hotel room the other day, I was like, oh, it's actually a good tip to do this, this, and this. Yeah, I think I'll do a whole episode on that. Yeah, let's do a top tips for um for touring episode do you prefer to be too hot or too cold too cold because then i can at least put a massive jumper on tell me a random fact um blind chameleons still change color to match their surroundings there you go one friend you're thankful for uh i've got loads of friends i'm thankful. well apart from one <laughs> i'm joking <laughs> just all my mates go which one's that <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm thankful for anyone that wants to hang out with me really (laughs) anyone come over and play board games yeah I'm thankful for that great Uh, what did you eat for breakfast nothing I had a coffee actually the palladium sounded and looked sick well happy for you mate oh thanks man Um, or girl I don't know who writes these what comedians should I check out ah that's a good question so a guy called Nate Bagazzi he's got a show called the Tennessee Kid, I think. That's pretty good. There's a guy called Mike Babiglia, and he's got a show called My Girlfriend's Boyfriend. And it's, it's stand-up. It's weird. It's on Spotify. And it's on, uh, I think it's on Netflix. It's stand-up, but the whole thing is just one long story. It's amazing. It's, and the way he tells it, it's lovely, and it's funny, and it's heartwarming. It's amazing. It's such a good show. I mean, James Acaster's the, the king, really. Uh, who else? I'm really getting into Bo Burnham lately. I never thought I'd, I never really did. I, I, I never really like comedy music. But man, he's good, isn't he? He is fucking funny. And I think he's dating Phoebe Bridges, I think. But anyway, yeah, Bo Burnham. I've just recently kind of got into him. And then there's the greats like Aziz Ansari, um, Ricky Gervais, you know, all those kind of guys. Are you releasing any Christmas music this year? Uh, yes, I actually am. I'm doing a. Um, I'm doing a cover of a massive artist, which I've finished the mix off yesterday, actually. But I'll, um, more in due course. Right, let's do a couple more. You look tired. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Thanks. (laughs) I mean, I do, to be honest. Yeah, I feel, I feel fucking drained all the time. Celebrity crush. Uh, Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Um, what genre could you absolutely not listen to? Um, I don't know, actually. I kind of like all music. 
well, I don't like it all, but I will listen to it. There's artists that I, I don't even steer, steer away from. I there's if I hear an artist that I don't normally like, I still listen to the song. If someone says, "Oh, you need to check out the new track," I, you know, I'll still go check it out. You know, I'll, I'll go listen to it. Um, I might not like it because I might not like their voice, but other than that, I might actually bleep the name out actually because I'll bleep it out, but I'll put it on Patreon. <laughs> yeah, the genres. I don't really care. I don't really care for genres. I just listen. I just like music. Music's my favorite genre. <laughs> top five dream jobs. Okay, let's have this is the last one. What are my top five dream jobs? I guess I'm doing one of them. You know, I do take that for granted sometimes that I'm working in an industry that is kind of cool, you know. So yeah, let's say musician, producer, mixer, session guy, all is, that's musician. In no particular order. Let's go musician, board game shop owner. I think I'll do that later on in life when I retire music. When I get too old and tired and the morning anxieties almost killed me. I'll sell all my gear. I'll probably keep, I'll keep two of my guitars. But I won't tell them which ones yet. <laughs> and then I'll sell everything else and just put it all towards a board game shop. That'd be rad, I think. I'd love that. I really wanted a board game shop called Slice and Dice. And we sell pizzas and um, board games. But one, I think it's already been done. And two, I don't really want greasy pizza all over the board games. <laughs> Uh, right, so musician, board game shop owner, um, actor. I think I'll be an all right actor, I reckon. Just doing like deep stuff, really, like Schindler's List 2 and Titanic 3, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'll be quite good. Musician, board game shop owner, actor. I really want to be a football referee. Yeah, that's my next thing, my next course. I did the comedy course this year. I want to do a referee course next year and um referee sunday league games and and see how far i kind of work my way up because i'm quite good at it I'm, I've, i think i'm all right at like making calls when i'm watching football and stuff then after that the year after that i want to do a sign language course because because i'm worried about my hearing i'd love to do something with sign language my mum used to do it um i think i might see if she wants to go as well uh so what was that <laughs> for musician board game shop owner actor football referee <laughs> Um, would I like to be a stand-up comedian? Like, as a full-time job? I don't know. Yeah, but let's put it down for now, and I'll change my mind in a few hours. <laughs> right, top five jobs. Musician. Music. Let's just put music. Board game shop owner. Actor. What was the other one? Football referee. Comedian. That'd be my top five dream jobs. I don't even know if a comedian would be. It probably would be. Anyway, that'll do for that pod, wouldn't it? Thank you for listening. Sorry if this pod's been a bit like I've just been reading. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Make sure you check out the Stage Fright playlist on Spotify. Make sure you like and subscribe. Um, and I hope the stuff about morning anxiety um, helped anyone who's going through it as well. So um, I'll speak to you in the next one. Bye. Bye. This episode is sponsored by Old Faithful Tattoo Studio. Located on the Suffolk Road in Cheltenham, Old Faithful Tattoo is the newest studio Cheltenham has to offer. The guys and girls at Old Faithful Tattoo are very welcoming, humble, yet highly qualified artists that are more than capable of catering to your needs. They don't actually have a tagline yet, so I'm just going to make one up for them. Right, let me just change the music. Old Faithful Tattoo, where we put the ink in ink credible. <laughs> <laughs> where we put the ink in ink credible and the ink credible is you <laughs> <laughs> yeah they can have that <laughs>